You're listening to Prosperous Coach Podcast, a free resource for new coaches since 2018, created by me, Rhonda Hess. I have a talent for breaking complex things into easier steps, and I love helping you choose a smart coaching niche and launch your business with confidence. I began mentoring coaches in 2006 after five years of training coaches at Coach Training Alliance, where I designed the certification program. Subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing. And don't forget to go back to the earliest episodes for incremental learning. Now, let's roll this episode. Hey, coaches. Okay, so this episode might seem like a good one to skip, but don't. You'll be thanking me someday if you listen and pick up the four coaching business logistical tips I have for you. Find the full transcript for this episode at prosperouscoach.com slash 197. So here's the new coach scenario. You get out of coach training and you set up your potential client times on your calendar. If you've quit a job to start your coaching business, you might think, well, my clients have jobs and won't be able to meet until evening, and I should also offer a weekend day too. Or maybe you still have a full-time job and you're trying to build your coaching business as a side hustle. And in that case, nights and weekends may be all you have to offer. Or when you enrolled your first client, you just asked your new client what time is best for them and rearranged your life to make that work. In any of these scenarios, you might regret the decision to do what's convenient for your client. So scheduling tip number one is don't pander to your coaching client's preferences. Look, I know that sounds strange. I understand the impulse. You want to get clients, so you'll bend over backwards to make things easy for your prospects. Strangely, this is not a good practice if you want to stay in your coaching business for more than a few months. I'm guessing that part of the reason you want to be a coach is to work for yourself. You want to make your own decisions and do things your way. So do that from day one and make it your practice, even if you haven't enrolled a single client yet. Here's a secret. When people hire professionals, they expect to fit into the openings that are left. But they don't know what's left. And more importantly, if you don't set boundaries on your business from the beginning when you don't have clients, you won't like your life when you do have clients. I'm embarrassed to say it took me years to figure this out for myself. So, you know, my first few years in my business, my partner wasn't happy with me. My friends weren't happy with me. You know, if you've got kids, they're not going to be happy with you if you never have time for them. So there's a smart mindset here. Act as if you are a coach in high demand right now. Yes, I've talked about this before. It's really an important mindset, you guys. Make decisions for your business from that personally powerful place and not from the newbie mindset. Think about it this way. If you are a coach in high demand and a new client comes along, you will only have maybe one or two potential time slots available on your calendar. And guess what? The new client will happily take what they can get. I know this is hard to imagine this at the start because you're so eager to please. But if you're eager to please, 
what does that signal to prospects? That you are inexperienced, lack confidence, and maybe even that you're desperate. I know that might sound harsh, but it's just something that I've realized over time. Successful entrepreneurs value their time in every way. And isn't it better to model the behavior that you want to grow into? By the way, this is the same savvy mindset that will guide you to charge fees for a sustainable business and life. So set up your availability to suit your lifestyle. Do you go to Pilates on Tuesday and Thursday mornings? Great. Don't work until noon that day. Do you want to pick up your kids from school every day? Block out afternoons. Do you want a weekday off plus your weekend too? You can have it. Now, if you really believe that your audience is never going to be available when you most want to work, that should influence your choice of audience and niche, which is your very first business decision. And I can help with that. If you still have not clicked on the certainty button for a viable audience and profitable niche that fits you, schedule a strategy session with me. I would love to help you nail that. You can get that at prosperouscoach.com slash strategy. So I can tell you this, since I have been running my business in a way that fits the lifestyle I want, I have that lifestyle. I've found that no one walks away from the openings that I have. And I have clients from all walks of life who have decided that they want to build their coaching business with my step-by-step private support. Tip number two is show less availability. There are loads of online schedulers to use, but there's a common mistake that most new coaches make with their online scheduler, which is... They show too much availability. You might think this is a good thing, but it's not. For example, let's say you set up an activity for a 45-minute discovery call. This is not a coaching call, but an enrollment call with a prospect who's seriously considering hiring you. You ask powerful questions to understand their specific problems and goals, and then you share details about your program. You both can assess fit in that call. The temptation is to put several openings throughout each week for potential discovery calls. But instead, I'm suggesting that you limit to no more than three openings for discovery calls each week. More than that, looks to the prospect like you have nothing to do, and that's not confidence inspiring for them. Tip number three, give VIP coaching clients exclusive times. I used to use my scheduler for any call I set, but I was running into scheduling issues for my clients who are in my five-month VIP coaching business breakthrough program. The more in demand I became, the harder it was for those VIP clients to get on my calendar. So I did something radical. I stopped using my online scheduler for VIP clients, and I scheduled them manually instead. It actually made life easier, so stay with me here. I assign one specific time slot on a specific day of the week, and that becomes my VIP client's exclusive time throughout my five-month program. I never give that time slot to anyone else until 
my client finishes the five-month program. So no more issues with trying to get them on my calendar. And here's the beauty of it. I don't meet every week with my VIP clients. They have 15 hours of sessions to use over five months. So that shakes out roughly to three sessions per month. Those weeks off allows them to work on homework, gel their learning, or for one or both of us to have a break. Tip number four is schedule like an established coach. So I'm going to tell you how I do it. This is what my schedule looks like now. First, I only work with clients Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I do admin and create my podcast episodes on half a Monday and half a Friday. Or if I get ahead, and I often do, I can take a four-day weekend. I only allow 10 calls per week, including client calls, discovery calls, strategy sessions, and other calls. This is to manage my energy. And I prefer to only have three calls per day or maybe four calls just once per week, if at all. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, my first client calls start at 10 a.m. That works best for me. On Wednesdays, I have an 8 a.m. time slot for international clients, and that's okay for me. I never work with clients after 4 p.m. as an end time, and that late only once per week. I try to get out of my office by 3 usually. I space my clients 1.5 to 2 hours apart so I can finish notes, decompress between clients, and be fresh for my next call. A lot of my VIP clients end up emulating this whole approach, and you might too. So I hope you get really great value out of these four tips. If you're not quite there yet in your coaching business, write these down anyway, or note this particular episode so you can go back and listen again, because I want to save you hassle and heartache and have you have a business that you really love because you can fit your life in. Stay inspired and make things happen. Thanks for listening today. You are awesome. And it's time for your coaching audience to know that. If you're getting value from this podcast, please share it with other coaches. Your kindness will come back to you. Learn more about how I help coaches choose a smart niche and launch with confidence at prosperouscoachblog.com. Joel Bass wrote my theme music. Thanks, Joel.